Welcome to Icons in the Making. I'm your host, Heather Stern, CMO at Lippincott, the creative consultancy behind some of the world's best brands. Join me as I sit down with the leaders of today's most influential brands. You'll hear stories of transformation and walk away with a new perspective on what it means to be an icon. This is Icons in the Making. The cannabis market is one of the fastest growing industries in the U.S. thanks to an influx of newly operational legal state markets and an increase in societal recognition of the plant's wellness benefits. Taking the industry by storm is Houseplant, the cannabis and lifestyle brand co-founded by actor Seth Rogen. With its high-quality products and stylishly designed home goods, it's no surprise the site sold out 24 hours after launching in the U.S. last year. Today, I'm thrilled to be speaking with Houseplant's Chief Consumer Officer, Melissa Greenberg. An industry disruptor, Melissa was CEO and co-founder of the female-centric cannabis company called Kiki Leaf, which Houseplant acquired in 2019. I'm eager to hear Melissa's perspectives on being a female leader in the cannabis industry, on the new products and experiences she's working on, and her vision for the future of the Houseplant brand. Welcome, Melissa. So excited to have you. Thank you, Heather. So excited to be here. So I didn't get any samples for today's recording, but maybe those will come later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you live in New York, Heather. So if you come to California, we'll get you some samples. There we go. Diablo wind, pancake ice, pink moon. Talk (laughs) to me about what these are. They are our famous strains named after weather systems, just like Pineapple Express, the movie. And people just love it in California. So hopefully one day we'll get it to New York. So Seth Rogen had said, I love weed. I love art. I love design. Houseplant is the combination of these passions. Tell me about how this ethos has been built into the houseplant brand and how you would describe why it's different than others out there in the market. Sure. Well, for so long, weed has lived under your coffee table and your sock drawer or hidden (laughs) someplace else. And we don't think it deserves that. And certainly Seth doesn't. And with Houseplant, we wanted to create innovative products that people could proudly display in their homes. And we found this void in beautifully designed pieces for people who enjoy cannabis and wanted to create something that people would be proud to showcase, very similar to how alcohol-related accessories are often displayed on bar carts or around the house. So unifying the worlds of house and plant, the brand is really curated cannabis through one-of-a-kind expert insight from Seth and Evan that's perfectly married with well-designed, innovative house goods. Talk to me about the customers and why they love the brand so much. Well, the houseplant consumer, not surprisingly, celebrates cannabis and views it as a lifestyle enhancement. And their experience with cannabis really ranges from being a curious customer to a connoisseur. They welcome weed into their homes and they're proud to display it. Our products, both on the house side and the plant side, were created and designed for people who have an appreciation for design and quality and functionality whether it's a beautiful ashtray or a tin of our weed. Each piece in our house goods collection has been carefully thought out and meticulously crafted with the consumer always in mind. And every product has a story behind it and was brought to life through very thoughtful planning and execution by our team. And similarly, on the plant side of our business, every strain has been carefully curated and tested by Seth and Evan 
So when consumers buy anything from Houseplant, they know they're getting top quality products. Mm. And, you know, you have this pretty expansive role, product development, e-commerce, digital marketing, consumer research, and you're also playing a pretty pivotal role in managing the brand's corporate social responsibility initiatives. That's quite a range. Tell me what a day in the life looks like. I'm sure no day is the same and how all of these areas of focus come together to help the brand. You're right in saying that no day is the same. One day I'm with our e-commerce team talking about how to improve the consumer experience on our website, or we're preparing for a big gloopy launch, which is a coveted product styled after Seth's kind of famous gloopy style of Mm -hmm. ceramics to working with partners at organizations like Marijuana Policy Project or the USCC in thinking about how can we help create a more equitable cannabis industry. And then I'm working with our sales team and talking with our retailers on the dispensary side to figure out how to best represent houseplant to customers and how to make sure they understand you know, how to use our product and when to use our product. So my day is never boring and packed, which is super fun. And it all really goes into what the customer experience is. And that's what we're super focused on at Houseplant, no matter what function you're looking at. What I love about the brand, as you said, is it's this culmination of different passions that Seth has, but bringing a new aesthetic to the industry, the packaging, the design, the way in which there's a curation that exists. Tell me about how you are continuing to innovate, meet demand, and the role, again, of of design inherent in the way you think about the experience. So I think you can see our approach to the consumer experience in everything we do. On the plant side, for example, our pre-roll joints are hand-rolled to mimic the exact joints that Seth rolls for himself. And they come in these really beautiful, bright, airtight tins with little fun houseplant matches. And on the house side, every product we create comes with a note from Seth and Evan, and it talks about why the product exists. And it has these fun like operating instructions, and it's all there to create a very elevated customer experience. There's a lot of celebrity-backed brands across industries and certainly within the cannabis industry. This is a celebrity cannabis brand worth the hype. (laughs) How do you see the role that Seth and Evan are playing as different than you're seeing in in other spaces and and how central really is he and they in the brand? Yeah. I feel like I'm hearing about another celebrity getting into the weed business every day. Mm -hmm. And I think consumers are smart and we're living in a time where consumers are using their buying power to support businesses that are authentic and that align with their personal values. And in terms of houseplant and how we're different from a celebrity perspective, I mean, Seth could have slapped his name on a jar of weed a long time ago. He could have inked a crazy lucrative endorsement deal with any partner in the space. But instead, he built a business as a founder and an owner, and he is incredibly involved in the day-to-day decision-making at the company. 
I think his sensibilities and his authenticity and lifestyle really come through in everything we say and do. And that resonates with consumers. And I think they respect it. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a real soul to the brand. And certainly for those of you like me that are big Seth Rogen fans, you know, there is something about wanting to hang out together and enjoy life together. And and I think the passion that he's showed for design and pottery, ceramic making, it's, I think, inspired other people as well. What's he like as a, as a leader? I mean, you hit the nail on the head when you said passionate, right? He leads with passion and creativity. You know, he's built his career on creating material that is now woven into the fabric of our culture. And the way he approaches Houseplant is no different. He has an incredible sense of what resonates with his followers, with audiences and consumers. And he's constantly pushing us to think about our customer experience, making sure that our messaging is clear and that our products are providing something elevated and valuable. And he's a trusted source of truth when it comes to cannabis. And that's why Mm -hmm. people come to Houseplant because they know that he knows his weed and that's going to come through in everything that we do. Are there brands out there that, you know, as you think about building the brand and and the, the persona and the experience that you look to that you really admire? Or do you feel like you're just in a class of, of your own as you think about the houseplant brand? I mean, kind of both. Me yeah. personally, as a consumer, I look at a lot of brands that I I respect. California is a really crowded space. And I think There isn't a ton of brand equity in the space, but as a consumer, there's a handful of brands that I love that I think really pay attention to who the customer is and they're looking at content and they're looking at creative and they're looking at their Instagram experience and they're really thinking about the brand holistically. But I think in general, Houseplant is in a league of its own. There are not any national cannabis lifestyle brands that I can think of that approach cannabis in the way that Houseplant does. Yeah, it it is really a unique space. And speaking of the, the national brand building effort, how do you navigate that when it's state legislated and it isn't available to everyone in all states? And and how do you see that changing over the next few years? Sure. Well, our house goods business allows us to speak to a cannabis-friendly audience on a national scale, Mm -hmm. which is a big differentiator for us at Houseplant. Within the first three months of operation, we had sold a house good to every state in the country. Wow. Yeah. And that really allows us to build trust nationally so that when Houseplant Cannabis does enter a new market, we've already established our brand equity and consumers will choose Houseplant over an unknown, untrusted brand on the shelf. We are pretty focused on the California market right now. And we want to make sure that we're delivering a phenomenal consumer experience in our backyard before we tackle a new market. But we are for sure paying attention to the data and the consumer behavior of what's happening on our house goods business to help influence how we think about state expansion on the plant side. And right now, everything is direct to consumer through the site, or are the products also available in in other retail locations and pop-ups and things of that nature? 
For the most part, our house goods are all available via direct-to-consumer on houseplant.com, mm-hmm. but we do have a few select retailers in New York and LA that are starting to carry a couple of our products, but the majority is online. And all yeah. of our plant products are in select retailers throughout California. Do you feel like this will be the long-term strategy or to be determined based on where you see growth coming from? I think we've been purposefully really disciplined and patient with our approach, whether that's not overextending financially or from a resource perspective. We've seen the fallout of the green rush in California, where brands have taken on a ton of capital and tried to scale quickly. And I think we're trying to lead by example here. And I don't see us becoming this mass reach, super scale type of business anytime soon. We never want to sacrifice quality for scale. So if it makes sense for us to enter a new market, or if it makes sense from a business perspective to expand on certain SKUs in the house goods business, we will, but there has to be a really good business reason to do so. Yeah. I think it's really smart and fitting for a weed company to take things kind of slow and steady. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. We've seen a lot of brands come and go in this space over the past few years and in watching the California market develop. And so I think slow and steady is definitely going to win the race. Yeah. There is a sense of thoughtfulness and as you said, discipline, which Mm -hmm. I think is really important. So you've been an entrepreneur. You started your own company, Kiki Leaf. Tell me why you wanted to get into the space. You described it as kind of a female-focused cannabis brand, and I'd love to know a bit more there. And then tell me about the acquisition and how that came to be. Sure. In early 2018, my friend and I went to a dispensary in LA for the first time. I have been a casual cannabis consumer for a long time, but had no idea what product or brand was best for me. And so we asked the bud tender for help and he pointed us to suppositories and PMS cream. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was atrocious. And in that moment, it just (laughs) became super clear that this industry needed a lot of help in connecting with women. And Women are quickly becoming the fastest growing demographic of cannabis consumers, and there is still a lot to be desired on how the industry speaks to us. I think brands need to take a hard look at how they're marketing to women and what products they're creating that cater to women specifically. And it's not that different from BevAlk or Beauty or CPG. Consumers want choice and they want to feel seen and represented. And that's true whether you're in a liquor store or the grocery store or a dispensary. So there's a lot of opportunity there. And in terms of the acquisition, we were introduced to the CEO of Houseplant through a mutual friend. And we had pitched him a couple of times on investing in Kiki. He -hmm. kept saying no, (laughs) (laughs) but that didn't stop us from staying in touch with him and just keeping him updated on the business. He became pretty much like an informal advisor, mentor to us. And then 
one day we were in his office showing him the latest demo of the platform. And I think the stars just kind of aligned. I'm a big believer that timing is everything. Mm -hmm. And at the time, Houseplant was thinking about a California presence. They were already hugely successful in Canada and they wanted to focus on understanding the California cannabis consumer. And so my partner and I had been studying the market for a long time. And I think Mikey and the houseplant team shared our passion for data and consumer behavior and the focus on elevating the customer experience. And so the rest is kind of history. We It ultimately resulted in houseplant acquiring the company. And my partner and I formally joined houseplant in, in 2019. It's a great story. And you've had a career that certainly has been entrepreneurial, as as I've said, but very much rooted in the digital and social media space. You worked at brands like Evite, Match.com, Daily Candy, Shift, Fetch. What did you learn from those experiences? And what do you think brands that are winning in that space doing well, houseplant included? It sounds repetitive, but it's all about the consumer. I think the through line for me throughout my career has just been this obsession about how the consumer connects with brands and whether that's through a coveted brand like Daily Candy that's telling you, you know, where to shop or where to dine in your city or if it's leveraging technology through a company like Shift which help brands scale their advertising on Facebook and Twitter. I think the brands that are winning and doing it well are really trying to understand who their consumer is and they're using a lot of data points to do it. They're using technology, they're using surveys, they're doing events, they're looking at their social data and they're using that information throughout their whole ecosystem. So that data really should be impacting their product development, their go-to-market strategy, their messaging. And I think the cannabis industry still has a long way to go. I think the beauty and CPG industries are starting to catch up and cannabis is, I think, going to follow. And that's why I'm so excited about what's happening at Houseplant and so excited to be a part of an industry that's really just getting started from a legal perspective, because there's a lot of opportunity to understand the consumer. And there's the connoisseur, and then there's the curious customer who maybe had a weird experience in college with cannabis (laughs) and hasn't touched it in years. But now there's so much more choice and a lot more brands to market that are trying to figure out who their audience is. And, And the brands that are really focused on who their customer is, is going to win. I'm curious if there's a story or an anecdote that you can provide where through really digging in and getting like beneath the behavior and the desire and the fear, there was a nugget, an insight that you discovered that ended up making a decision take place or change or a new product. Anything that has been like really surprising or was really an aha moment as you studied the consumer over the last few years? When we first launched, we thought we were really catering to the connoisseur, Mm -hmm. given who Steph is and who his following is from a cannabis perspective. And we really focused on, you know, the design of the product and 
how we show up in retail from a design perspective. But we quickly came to realize after hearing from our retail partners and hearing from consumers directly that we really needed to educate everyone because the customers that were coming in were coming in asking for houseplant. But these were some people that had never smoked weed before, but they were huge fans of houseplant. They may have purchased an ashtray or they may just be Seth Rogen fans. And they knew that whatever was in that tin was going to be great weed, but they had never smoked it before. And so mm-hmm. we took that pretty seriously. And we had a lot of education moments. We had Seth and Evan do a lot of Zoom meetings with the bud tenders, with the salespeople that are in the dispensaries to help them understand the value of houseplant. We have a series of educational videos that talk about dosing and making sure you understand how much is right for you. We did an event where Seth actually taught a group of people how to roll a joint. So that was a learning that I think was just really unexpected. Yeah. And it really impacted how we went to market and how we spoke to our customers. I think the education piece is so huge. And as you said, a lot of it is breaking down the barrier that might come from previous experiences, as you said, that could Mm -hmm. be like decades ago. And as you think about so many consumers who might have never tried cannabis or had an experience years and years and years ago that was just in a completely different time and place, how do you make sure that, you know, again, people are exploring in the right way? I wanted to make sure that when somebody was walking into a dispensary for the first time and they saw houseplant, that they weren't having a similar experience that I had when I walked into a dispensary for the first time. And that's, that's critical, right? We want somebody to come in and be welcomed and be walked through what houseplant is, which product is right for them, which strain is right for them. Maybe they would rather have a lower THC product that might not get you as high, but make you feel good. Maybe you are more of an indica person than a sativa. And we just wanted to make sure that we were working with very consultative dispensaries to ensure a great experience. I've seen you quoted saying that you have really done a lot of listening to understand what it is that Houseplant can do to really help educate consumers. And a big part of your role is around corporate social responsibility. Tell me about some of the things that you're doing and the impact that you're looking to make in that space. So we recognize that the future of cannabis needs to be one that is more diverse and equitable, which is why Houseplant's so committed to ending these racist cannabis laws that despite legalization in many parts of the country still exist today. And some of the things that we're doing to help with that fight is create programs like our in-house program, which is focused on ensuring entrepreneurs who are disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs receive a fair and equal chance to succeed. The mentorship allows participants to tap into resources like Houseplants Network of Industry Advisors, with the goal of really helping these mentees in developing and marketing and selling their products. 
we had our pilot program last year, which was really successful. And we opened up in-house to the public this year and received over 650 applications. So oh, wow. we're, yeah, it was wild. And you know, we're really looking forward to building it out further because there's a lot of need to support entrepreneurs in the industry. That's fantastic. And it's almost that idea of lifting the entire industry up. And as you said, those that haven't gotten the the same access perhaps as Houseplan has versus seeing it as competition. Absolutely. Seth and Evan have been celebrated for their cannabis consumption for decades. Mm -hmm. Others, mostly people of color, have been criminalized for it. We recognize the privilege of our founders and the privilege of houseplant within the greater cannabis industry. And so all of our policies and programs that kind of govern our business practices and partnerships really revolve around that social mission of of helping to create a more just and equitable cannabis industry. And it's critical. It's part of the whole story of what the brand stands for and its reason for being. And I just love hearing all of the different ways in which that ethos, that authenticity, that commitment is really woven through everything you do. And I'm going to be very excited to see where things go from here. I do want to end with a question that I ask all of my guests, which is, do you have an icon? Tell me about who your icon is. My icon is my mother. She was an entrepreneur, a philanthropist. She was an author, a jewelry designer. She was a trailblazer in the 80s and 90s. She owned a media business in Boston and at one point was really one of the largest women-owned businesses in Boston. And she taught me that you can be tough and gracious at the same time and you really don't need to know all the answers in order to succeed. So she had a big impact on my life. And I think she'd be very excited and proud of what we're doing at Houseplant. Well, I love that. And I love the idea of tough and gracious. It's not easy being in the C-suite as as a female leader. It sounds mm-hmm. like the industry in general is one in, in, in Houseplant that female leadership is is celebrated, but not conforming to this notion of like what you're supposed to be like and that you can be both and you can embrace both sides. Kudos to your mom for modeling that. Thank you so much, Melissa, for spending time with us. I am just so impressed with everything you're doing and the brand is doing. I've got to make my way to California soon and I'll experience it all firsthand. Yeah, let me know. We'll take you into one of our retailers and give you the whole experience. Thanks for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, share with your colleagues and friends and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And if you're feeling really generous, leave us a five-star rating. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.